here's another different formation. Barnwell and Branch to the left, and Allen was split to the right. And it's Branch for touchdown. Anthony Washington, the defender. That was a quick move he made here. Yes, sir. Watch Plunkett. He sees him right now. He says, I got him. Crack right over there and drill it in there to Cliff Branch wide open. The countdown to Canton continues. Here's JT the Brick. I've never heard that one. Summerall and Madden, Plunkett to Branch. Way to go, Bobby. JT back with you. Once a Raider, always a Raider. Brought to you by the M Resort. Spawn Casino, Fred the Hammer Williamson, one of the great NFL legends of all time, former Raider great, legendary actor joining us. Fred, good to talk to you. Paint a picture for me. Where are you? What are you looking at? What are you doing today? I'm sitting out on the patio with the wind blowing on my face, smoking a cigar, and <laughs> listening to you waiting to call. How many cigars a day now? I had one over the weekend. How great is it to have a cigar and look at the view you're looking at right now? Well, for me, it, it's a soothing thing to smoke a cigar. And I don't really smoke the cigar. The cigar smokes itself. <laughs> it's after you have a good meal or you just want to relax and not be bothered. When I light my cigar, my wife knows better not to bother me until <laughs> I finish the cigar. So it's a moment of peace and quiet. Love that. Fred, tell me about your relationship with Tom Flores, former teammate. When it began, some of the earliest memories you have with Coach Flores. Well, that goes way back. Uh, people don't really remember what the name of the Raider team was before they became the Raiders. It was the Oakland Senior. And the yep. head coach was Eddie Erdelatz, a Latino coach. I was drafted by the 49ers, so I played the first uh, exhibition season with the 49ers, and they traded me to the Pittsburgh Steelers. That was 1960. So I played for Pittsburgh in 1960. I came back to California after the season to get, gather up my belongings and take them back to Pittsburgh when Al Davis called me and says, come over here, son, and you'll have better results playing over here and I said why should I come over there I'm making 9500 now which is top mm. he said we'll give you $500 raise I got on a bicycle and I was across the Bay Bridge in five seconds so I was with the Raiders in 1961 and met Tom Tom uh, was an automatic leader you know when you talk about a, a player's statistics and what, he, what he's done on the football field. That's really not a fair explanation of the, of the man himself because you got to understand, which I understand probably more than you do, mm -hmm. the dedication and the motivation that's necessary to come from where Tom came from, where I came from, to be a success at what you do, to get beyond the superficial BS that people judge you and say that you can't do this because you're the wrong color. That, to, to, to Tom, like me, became a motivation. And that's probably what made him successful in what he does as a football player is the motivation to overcome the superficial BS that people lay on you because you're non-white. It did it for me. It did it for him. You can't deny that motivation that made him what he is today and the dedication that it took 
to do that. Now, he had a negative. But fortunately, his negative became a positive because at that time, and not up until recently, there were no black quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Okay, Tom was a quarterback in college. His deficiency was he was slow. Tom was not a scat bag. Tom takes three minutes to run 40 yards. That became a positive for him because most quarterbacks got changed to defensive backs or running backs or receivers. They couldn't do that to Tom. So they left Tom alone to his field that he really wanted to do is be a quarterback. So they couldn't change him. They couldn't make him something different. And I think he proved that they made the right choice. Mm-hmm. He was a leader. Tom was not a yell guy. He didn't he didn't run and, and, and give out speeches. He presented himself in a manner that you believe that he could do it, that he could bring you out of a hole. He could score a touchdown when necessary. Tom had a quiet way about him that motivate you because you felt you were following a leader. Fred the Hammer Williamson is our guest. So you go from the NFL and the Steelers to the AFL and the Raiders, 61 to 64, a three-time AFL All-Star. You won an AFL championship in Kansas City. You were there during the growth of the AFL. How proud are you still with that relationship, the connection to the late Al Davis, and what it meant to be an early Raider when you were fighting for your lives to keep a league going and grow that league, and you were already in the NFL. What was that like for you? Well, it was, first of all, there were two two different ways the leagues played. Mm-hmm. Raiders became the speed team. The AFL was the speed passing, which is what the AFC is now, which is a combination of really leftover American Football League teams, there's more AFL teams in the AFC. It was it was three yards, a cloud of dust, that was the NFL. On the AFL, it was 90-yard passes, 80-yard passes, and speed down the sidelines. Al Davis believed in speed. He convinced the owners of the American Football League that speed was what it took to win football games. So we had a lot of speeder players on the Raiders team. Uh, Tom had a lot of good guys to throw to. Branch was lightning down the sidelines. He had a great, we had a great offensive team. We just had to find a way to make it all work and come together as a team. Fred the Hammer Williamson joins us. So your your tremendous football career. When did you get the taste for the limelight and Hollywood and wanting to get into acting? Uh, the relationship with Jim Brown, television and movies. When you got a taste of it, you ran through that door and knocked it down and became a very well-recognized actor early. How did you make that transition? Well, for me, it was an easy transition because I understood where I was in pro football. If you ask a person to name you the defensive backs, they can't. They can name the running back, they can name the quarterback, but they can't name the defensive backs. If I ask somebody their favorite team to do it, they can get two out of three. There's no way most of them don't get four. So... I knew there was something that I had to do, you know, to, to, to change that identity that I wasn't getting. So I created or, or pursued and, and identified with this nickname that some fan gave me, which is the hammer. So that was my identity. So I was understanding what life was going to be while I played and while life was going to be after I played. So I was going to be the hammer till death do us part. So at the game, 
was over, I was going to sell hammer hot dogs or hammer wieners or something else. But it gave me an identity. And I realized that that's what it took to be a success in the industry because if they don't know who you are and they don't remember your last film or something that you did in that last film was dynamic, then they don't remember you. So in my contracts, it says very clearly, you can't kill me in a movie and have to win all my fights in a movie. <laughs> so I was creating a Clint Eastwood image, a Charles Bronson image, a John Wayne image. Those guys don't die in the movies. Why the hell should I die? So it was easy for me, it was easy for me to make that tough guy transition from being the hammer in pool football to be a butt kicker in the movies. Fred Williams. So it, it works for me. Yeah. It works for me. It does. Fred Williamson is our guest, Raider legend, football legend, and a great actor. And, Fred, what were the politics like in the race relations in the 70s when you talked about that? Bronson, Eastwood, John Wayne, you're a recognized black actor looking for better roles. You were kind of a pioneer to help other actors who came behind you. How proud are you of that? Well, that's one thing that I was never doing, looking for roles. That was not my motivation. My motivation was when you get into a business, in order, in order to be a success in the business, you have to understand the business of the business. So when they allowed me and gave me my first two roles, which were uh, Diane Kills Boyfriend in the Julia, on the Julia show, which I made that happen by going to them and telling them that they needed somebody tall, dark, and handsome like me to be her regular boyfriend. And they agreed with me after I told them that I had did five years of acting in Canada and they couldn't, they couldn't, they couldn't, you know, find. They couldn't find the tape. Find that was true. Yeah. They couldn't find that was true. So they believed me, and they gave me a shot, and bam, I signed with the three-year contract. It's okay. This is this is good. Fortunately, the next movie I did was Mash. I'm standing in the comic chair, and a guy walks by, and he says, "You're the Hammer, right?" I says, "Yeah." He says, "I'm doing a movie. I don't have a, I don't know know anything about football, but can you come and direct all the football stuff and put all the football players together?" And that was a Mash. And I said, wow, okay, now I know how to do this. This is easy. You know, I ain't standing in line. I don't stand in line and ask for parts. That's, what I, that's not what I do. I decided that I was going to take my career into my own hands. I understood that my films were popular. Myself was popular in the European market. So I started going to Cannes Film Festival, Milan Film Festival, all the foreign film festivals, and pre-selling my film with nothing but a script, pre-selling it, getting the money, get into contracts, bring the contracts back to the first Los Angeles bank, which is what I dealt with in L.A. They loaned me money against the contracts, and I started making my own movies. So that's how I keep my career going. I control what I do. I direct, I produce, I write, and I smoke cigars. Fred Williamson, The Hammer. Once a Raider, always a Raider. What does it mean to you to be identified as a Raider? Dude, what, what, what else is there? You know, okay, I play with Kansas City. That's really good, but the Raiders is a team that is known as a glue team. We will hit you. We hurt you. It's changed a little bit because you can't really lay the leather into them like I did back in the day. And you hit them too hard now to call unnecessary roughness, <laughs> which is ridiculous, you know. So if, if I'm hitting you too hard, you shouldn't be on the field. Go sit on the bench, man. Don't come out here in front of me because I'm going to hit you as hard as I can. And I'm not trying to hurt you, understand. I just want some respect. And I think the Raiders in the day, back in the day, played that kind of football for respect. They just need a few more leaders on that team.
so they can get back to hitting people and make people aware that they're on the field. They're a little lacking in that right now, but that is yet to come. You'll be watching Sunday when Tom Flores gets inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Finally, what does that mean to you, knowing everything you said to start this off about Coach Flores and his wife? Way too late, man. I mean, they should have done this years ago. Mm -hmm. The man proved that he was a man, not just a football player, but a leader. No matter where he went, no matter which team he was with, he was a leader. He became a success. He's a guy with four Super Bowls, four Super Bowl rings. I mean, not many people can do that and then, and then go to a commentator and still talk about the game. The game is in his blood. The game will be in his blood forever. He is the man and shown it and proved it. And he doesn't have to prove it anymore. Hammer, please tell me when you're out in Vegas. Cigars on me. We'll sit in the lounge in Vegas. More and more stories. Do a podcast. Can't wait to see you. And thanks so much for doing this ahead of Tom Flores' induction. Means everything to the Raider Nation. No doubt. Without a question. Tom was the man. Deserved it. It's long past due. Should have been done it a long time ago. Thank you, sir. There he is. Fred the Hammer Williamson. Wow. To get him on, I interviewed him like four or five years ago. To have the Hammer on in his movies... And you see his movies all the time. And he talked about Julia and his big break in television and the impact he had. He was a three-time AFL All-Star and won an AFL championship with Kansas City. But a great football player in the prime of his career. And a guy, if you look him up, if you look him up on Google, Wikipedia, it's more about his acting career than football because of the legacy that he put together out in Hollywood. Thanks to The Hammer for joining us. Brought to you, brought to you by The M. Well, I'll be out at the M a bunch. You know where to find me at the M, at the pool or the Raiders Tavern and Grill.